Welcome to Patricia Raskin Positive Living, the program that brings you practical and inspiring principles for living more authentic, engaging, and passionate lives. Created by Patricia Raskin, a catalyst for positive change. All comments, views, and opinions are solely those of the host, guest, and callers. And now, with Patricia Raskin Positive Living, here's your host, Patricia Raskin. On the East Coast, and good morning, everyone on the West Coast. And I'm Patricia Raskin, and today's a very special day for me, April 30th, because it's my birthday. And I've chosen to have on a very, very special guest. And my guest today is Deborah Hennigan. Her book is Closer Than You Think The Easy Guide to Connecting with Loved Ones on the Other Side. And Deborah Hennigan is, is very interesting. She's a writing coach and award-winning New York Times best-selling co-author uh, with Linda Sybertson. And writers like Deborah and also and also um, our wonderful guest here, Deborah, really, really make a difference in our lives. And she is coming to us to share her brand new book, which again is closer than you think. Welcome, Deborah. Thank you, Patricia. It's great to be here. Yes, and I know that um, you've done work in the media as well. I have. I had a radio show for a little over a year, helping uh, the t- the folks deal with through the grieving process from the loss of a loved one, but then also through any challenging situation in life. So a lot of the fundamentals that I would teach my clients to get through the grieving stages are fundamentals that can be used for any situation in life. So the radio show that I held for a while was really around that topic, just to help people live a more fulfilled life, a more spiritually fulfilled life, you know, find some ways to find that uh, comfort and peace to get through challenges in life because we are all faced with them. And you are a working wife and mother. You've been communicating with your dead sister for over 20 years which is very interesting, and that's what you're helping people to do is understand that. And I, and as you said, you had your own weekly radio show. You appeared on Lifetime and on ABC and CBS and NBC and Fox, and you really help people to communicate with those who have passed over because you're doing this now and it works for you. It, it's beautiful. It's spiritual connections. I just want to sort of describe what that is because whenever we talk about connecting or communicating with loved ones on the other side, some people sort of shy away and think, oh, that's not for me. And what I like to, to help people understand is that this isn't, what I'm talking about is not something that requires any special abilities, no psychic powers. It's something that we all have it within us. We are all spiritual beings living a human experience. So it's a natural part of us to connect with other spiritual beings, whether we're connecting with, like you and I are connecting, we're both physical, but um, we're talking through voice, but we can connect to spiritual beings on the other side. And what I mean by that, it could be as simple as when a person passes away, I have not run into one person yet that doesn't have some type of story to share about feeling their loved one come to them or hearing their voice or having their loved one visit them in a dream. Everyone so far, and this is hundreds of people, Everyone that I have talked to has had some type of experience with their loved one. That experience, whether it's small or big, is a spiritual connection. That is connecting with your loved one on the other side. So that's what my book talks about because 
for me, I've had this great connection with my sister. It's actually now a little over 25 years, and it has been remarkable for me in my life. She is such an inspiration to me, and I believe spiritual connections are something that we are all meant to have if we wish to. Obviously, as I tell my clients, take what feels right to you. If you've had an experience with your loved one, again, whether small or big, if it felt good to you and you want to expand on that, then do it. If you don't want to expand on it because that's not your thing, that's fine too, then you can just cherish that moment that you did have because it does, when you do experience some type of connection, it provides you this beautiful warmth in your heart. And when you have it, you know that feeling and everybody has their own experience. That's what a spiritual connection is. It's, yeah. it's nothing more or nothing less. It's up to you to make it what you want. Absolutely. And, you know, we can have these spiritual connections with people who've passed over, but we can also have them with people who are right here. Absolutely. And- You're right. I mean, yeah. I have my very best friend uh, who we have known each other now for a little over 10 years when we met, uh, we had such a connection, and we knew we'd, we would be friends for life. We had such an energy connection that when she handed me her laptop and her hand was on one side and I grabbed it with my hand on the other side, so both of our hands were on it for a moment, we fried the laptop. So we do have connections, and, and it's just it's as simple as just us communicating. Well, we all I, have connections. I have to share something that happened to me today, and um, I'm really happy to share it on the air, and I'm still getting over it. I mean, it's, it's, it's very beautiful. And I think very spiritual and very special. It reminds me of the story of paying it forward or another woman that I interviewed. Her name is Melinda Blau and she wrote a book called consequential strangers. And it's all about people who come into our life who are strangers that leave an impact and then they go away and, and, you know, we don't even know, you know, what happened except that they've really made a difference. Well, this morning, I went to get a manicure and pedicure, which I don't often do, but I thought today's my birthday. I'm going to go in and I'm sitting next to this woman and she's um, a young, just recently married. And she said, you know, she said, I'm visiting your area today. And she said, I'm, I'm today's my anniversary. I'm married one year. And I said, well, that's really wonderful. I said, today's my birthday. And we chatted a little bit. She showed me the color of her nails. I showed her the color of my nails. And the next thing I know she leaves. The person who is doing my nails says to me, you know, this is your lucky day. I said, what? What happened? She paid for my manicure and pedicure and left. Oh, my goodness. Happy birthday. What a great gift. Isn't that something? That was your angel for the day. See, someone from above wanted to send a message through to you, through that person, and give you a gift. I mean, it was Oh, you think really it might have been from someone on the other side. Interesting. You never know. You never know. It was it was just and, and the thing was I said to him, Oh, do you have her number? And he said, No. I said he said, But I have her name from her credit card. So we wrote down her name that was on her card and I'm gonna look her up on Facebook to see if I can thank her because it, it was just it was really something. It was just it, it was beautiful and really amazing to me. That was really nice. Very nice. You needed that beautiful gift today, so that's beautiful. Talk about spiritual and you know there's something cuz you and I have talked off air and there's something that I'm finding that you kind of alluded to in terms of being close to people who've passed over or being close to your family members after people have passed over. I think when something feels right, at least I'm finding this for me, there's a peace involved in it. 
you make a decision or you decide something that's been tough for you and you come up with what works and there's just a piece about it that I can't explain. It's as though it's just calm. Does that make sense? It does. And <clears throat> excuse me, what, what makes the difference there is when you follow your heart. See, so much of us in life, we follow what our mind says because our mind is constantly running, coming up with questions of doubts and fears and worries and everything else. And the, when you can turn that off for a moment, when you can turn off the mind chatter and go into your heart and say, you know, I'm going to make this decision from my heart because that feels good. When you come from your heart and from the right intention, it becomes very peaceful. No matter what that situation is, no matter what the outcome is, it feels very peaceful and you're, you feel more connected to those around you, those living, you know, whatever the situation may be. So I, I completely understand that, but I think the difference is where you or the person are coming from. You know, if you're coming from, from your heart, which is truth, then it is peaceful and it's loving and it feels good. When you're coming from your mind, which is where the worry and the doubt and everything else comes in, it doesn't feel peaceful and it doesn't get resolved. It just adds more to it, more angst well, and anxiety. I think the other thing is, and, and this is, please comment on this because you deal with this, and that's really having the, um, the opportunity to really speak your truth. And I think part of what you're saying about coming from your heart is when you can really say to your loved ones, whether they've passed over or they haven't, what you really feel, not covering it up, not saying what you think they want to hear, not saying what you're supposed to say, but right. really speaking your truth. Your truth, absolutely. That, I think that makes a big difference. And it does make a big difference. And you this actually. You can say it with love. You don't have to say it in a nasty way. Exactly. Right. Because again, you're coming from a place of truth. And the only way that we can all do that, and this is very hard for all of us because, you know, we're all human. We're all under different pressures and stresses in our lives. You know, everybody has something different, but there's always something going on. But one of the most important things that we can do for ourselves is accept ourselves and love ourselves for who we are, for what we do, for what we have, or for what we don't have. And when we can truly work to love and accept ourselves, that allows us and gives us the strength to speak our truth and not worry about saying what we think they want to hear. We're mm -hmm. saying what we feel and coming from the right place. So, I, you know, the first step in trying to be able to do that, because it's very difficult, um, you know, to speak your truth sometimes. We know this, right? We've all gone through our own experiences it's very difficult to do that, but one of the ways to be able to do that more easily is when you can go within and really focus on yourself and love yourself for you. That gives you that confidence to stand up for yourself and for what you feel is right for you. All right. Now, I want to ask you about some of the signs that people can recognize if they want to be in touch with their loved ones who are on the other side. Whether it's how do they get messages, how do they recognize signs or dreams, how do they know? How do they know? It, you know, messages and signs can come in any form or fashion. I talk about subtle signs or synchronicities 
versus rock star moments uh, in my book because rock star moments are real easy. I mean, they're hard to not, they're hard to miss. You're going to recognize them because a rock star moment means your loved one appeared to you in person where you can see them with your physical eye. You can actually see them or you can hear their voice. You see them in your dream and it's very vivid and they give you a message. They actually talk to you. Those are things that you really can't miss. Um, so those are rock star moments, and you know those who are blessed enough to have them, they know what that feels like. Uh, the, but the subtle signs and the synchronicities are sometimes hard to to recognize, and they're happening all of the time. It's just a matter of us being open to seeing them. And if something does happen, just take a moment to let it settle in your bones, and you know feel the feeling around it, because most likely. When something's subtle, an example would be if you're having a bad day, you hop in your car, you turn the radio on, and your loved one's favorite song comes on as soon as you get in there. And it's not just a coincidence. So what we end up doing as humans is we want to hurry up and chalk things up as coincidences, but that's not a coincidence. That's your loved one playing their song so that you're reminded of them at this moment that when you're feeling down. That's what I like to call an invisible hug. They're just saying, hey, I'm here. I know you're having a bad day, but I just want to give you a little love. I want to give you a hug to make you feel a little better. And not only whenever you hear that song, you're going to feel a warmth too. Those are some of the ways that things can come through. You may see their favorite number. Um, you may have something happen with an animal that really touched your heart. Uh, you know, again, during a moment whenever you needed it the most. You may have what happened to you today, Patricia, where someone just out of the blue for no reason except that you exchanged thoughts on anniversary versus birthday. She out of the blue buys you, you know, pays for your uh, pedicure. I mean, it, this doesn't just happen. These are acts of kindness that are beautiful and they're inspired from above. They truly are. I mean, that is my belief. That's to me is your loved one coming through another person to give this great gift to you to let you know that you're loved. I mean, you felt loved then. Whether it was a loved one from above or not influencing that action doesn't really matter. It felt good. Yeah, it's um it I think what it left me with was I I felt I don't know what the word is. I don't know if the word I just felt like I wanted to talk to her and thank her mm-hmm. and it just felt strange that that she was gone and I couldn't do that. That right. was, that was that was actually hard for me. That is hard, right, because you want to say, oh, my goodness, thank you, give a hug, and, you know, express your gratitude. But the thing is for you, I mean, to receive that, it's about receiving. So maybe maybe you don't often receive things. Maybe you're always giving out. So the message and the beauty in that gift today is to be able to accept that and receive it. All for I you. Think, I think that's true. I think I think that's true. I think I'm 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 usually more in the other position where I'm putting mm-hmm. out. You're right. Right. So it's, it makes you a little uncomfortable. Sure. But that's well, what that's also another reason why it happened. What an even bigger gift that is, because it's to help you grow in that area to be able to receive. Because yes. receiving feels just as good as giving, and we should all learn to have balance on giving and receiving which is also difficult for us as humans. Very good. Wow. Beautifully said. Tell us some of the signs uh, that you've gotten from your sister and how you know she's been communicating with you. You know, she is 
So beautiful. She pops in whenever she can. You know, it's not, it's not physical things. It's not rock star moments. I have not, I've not, I've only had one rock star moment when she appeared to me in person a couple weeks after she passed. So, you know, over 25 years ago. For me, it's all the subtle synchronicities. Uh, for, for us, it initially started with numbers and songs. Her favorite number is 310. Uh, she loves Journey, Don't Stop Believing, and some other songs. And she, I still hear Journey to this day as if it were in the 80s when, the, when Journey was big. So for me, it's, uh, it's through things like that where she speaks to me. Uh, many times I will pick up a book or a magazine and I will open it. And I may have talked to her earlier that morning about a decision I'm trying to make and, you know, just sort of asking her thoughts and guidance on it. And I'll open up a book or a magazine at a doctor's office if I'm waiting, and there will be a sentence that just literally pops up off the page at me and is the direct answer to whatever question I may have asked her earlier. Mm-hmm. So it happens any different way now. You know, initially, again, it was just numbers and songs, but now it's animals. Uh, she'll speak to me through different animals. If there's a message that she's trying to get through to me, she'll send me a certain kind of animal, and I will just feel compelled to look up that animal meaning online, uh, and it, there will be the message right there in whatever it is that I'm reading. So I, I follow what I like to call the spiritual breadcrumbs that I receive to get to the, to the guidance or the message or the sign it is that I was supposed to receive. Uh, I'm just very open to that. It's very much my nature now, so it's a part of me. Um, I, I, I just recognize most everything now. Mm-hmm. Uh, but, there, you know, there are days where I miss things as well because I'm too caught up in emotions because I have my down days, as, you know, just like the rest of us. But uh, it, it could come in all sorts of ways. Do you teach workshops in this, Debbie, for people who, you know, want to be in touch with, with loved ones who've passed over? I do. I do teleseminars. I haven't done any in-person workshops. It seems to be uh, easier to do teleseminars because you can reach much further audiences. So I, I typically do three to four-week teleseminars. So it's one evening per week for one to two hours. And depending on the audience and what they're looking for, we can start with the basics on how to start reaching out, um, understanding spiritual connections just in and of itself, and also to, you know, let's practice. Let's share experiences and practice with, the, you know, with each other on how we would respond to certain experiences. So one thing that I would mention for people, if you want to start to connect to your loved one, if you're not sure how to do that, the easiest way to do that is to just start talking to them. You can talk out loud to them. You can talk to them in your mind. You can lay down before bed and say a prayer and ask them to come to you in your dreams. You can write a letter to them. You know, and, and what I'll have some people say to me is, well, I don't know what to say. You know, the best thing that I would suggest is just say whatever, whatever is on your mind. And even if it's just to say, you know, I, I miss you. I love you. I'm sorry for things that I've done or didn't do. You know, just let it come out naturally. Say whatever is on your mind. There's no right or wrong. Just start because whatever starts coming out, that will start the dialogue. You know, set the intention that you are open to receive their messages or signs and then let it go and have faith and believe that you will receive something from them. 
Mm-hmm. Now, when people come to you, either for counseling or in seminars, what are the most common questions that you get, Debbie? The, exactly what I just said. The most one is, I don't know how to start. So we covered that one. The next common one that I receive is, I'm doing everything that I can and I'm still not getting any signs. My loved one's not coming to me. What am I doing wrong? And what do you say? Pardon me? What do you say to that? Yeah, and so what I say to that is, first of all, you're not doing anything wrong. Um, The thing is, a lot of times, first of all, losing someone is probably one of the most painful experiences any one of us will go through. It doesn't matter who you lose. It's a loss and it's a void in your heart. The void will never go away. So there is always some type of pain involved. When you initially lose someone, we want to just see them again. We want to know that they're okay. We want to have that one last moment with them. That's what we want as humans. Of course we do. But sometimes when we are longing for that last connection or one more connection, one more sight and feel and touch, we are so emotional. So we, we're grieving. We have lots of emotions that are coming up. Those emotions become, they, they cloud our environment. The, the emotions are heavy. They pull us down. They hold us back. But they will also and can also block us from receiving messages and signs. And so for those who aren't receiving messages and signs from their loved ones, I can pretty much say you probably are receiving them. You're just not seeing them because of the emotions. So one of the most important things that anyone can do for themselves, and this is the first step in grieving, but it's also the first step in connecting, that is to, is to feel your emotions. You will not heal unless you feel And I know that the world has taught us that we need to be strong and we shouldn't cry, and especially men. If you cry, you're weak. I mean, we've all been taught that, you know, you hide your emotions, don't be a crybaby, all these beliefs and craziness in the world. That is so against what we need to do for ourselves. If you don't feel your emotions and face them, you're only hurting yourself. And you're also possibly blocking the messages and signs from coming in because you're not in a good place. If your energy isn't open, you're not going to see what's happening all around you. So be sure to feel and face your emotions when they surface because by burying them, you're only hurting yourself. And when they do come up later on, they're going to be bigger and meaner. So do it right now, even though it's painful, it will be more painful later if you don't uh, feel and well, face your emotions. One of the things you write about, and particularly if we, let's take the emotion anger, you talk about transforming anger into grief and, and anger and grief into hope and action. How do you do that, Debbie? It's by finding an outlet for it. So some people will cry. Some people want to scream. Some people want to punch and hit and, you know, release that pent-up energy that is just roaring to come out, the best thing that you can do is find an outlet for it. So if you have a lot of anger, in order to shift that and release that, do what you need to do to release it. So go get a punching bag if you have to and punch it for an hour. Run 15 miles if that's going to release some anger. It's, it, the reason why we have anger or depression or guilt or other emotions is because we're holding things in. We're hanging on to something that is just eating away at us. 
Anger needs to be released. It's a toxic energy that's inside, so we have to find an outlet for it. So do whatever you have to do to find an outlet. And, and, and don't let it be screaming and beating on another person. That's not healthy. You want to, if you feel the need to beat, get a punching bag. I know that sounds funny, but it, we have to find an outlet because if you don't let it out, it's only going to build and get bigger. So once you start letting out those emotions, it's like letting out of, it, 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 the analogy I think of is letting air out of a full balloon. If you keep on blowing air into a balloon, it's eventually going to pop. That's the same thing for us. If we don't let some air out or let our emotions out, we're going to explode in some way or another, and it's not going to be pretty. So as you start letting some air out or letting those emotions out, you're going to start to feel relief. When you feel relief, you, can, can, you feel more comfortable in understanding yourself and knowing what it feels like to let those emotions out. You, let them roar. I mean, it may take days or weeks because you may have years' worth of stuff that's coming up that you haven't let out. As you let that out, the action, whatever that action is, punching a bag, running, screaming at the top of your lungs in your car when you're driving, whatever that action is, that is an action. And when there's an action involved, that is a shift in energy. Mm-hmm. Just by that pure and simple action, you are shifting that energy and helping yourself to move towards healing but it does take time, and I just tell people, please be patient with yourself because there are many clients that I have that say, you know, I've, I've been doing this for weeks and it's not stopping. Well, you have years of stuff that are coming out, so be patient and let it keep on coming out. It's okay. Yeah, very good advice. Tell people um, how they can find you and get a copy of your book and get a hold of you. Yes, great. So you can go to my website, which is www painintopeace.com. That's painintopeace.com. And from there, there is a link to my book on Amazon.com. My book's on Amazon, and it is in bookstores everywhere. Um, the ebook is coming out May 1st, so that's tomorrow. It should be. It's on. It's, the ebooks are available um, pre-order on Amazon.com as well. But you can find the link to Amazon from my website. And you can also contact me from my website as well. Now, do you do readings with people where you work with them individually to help them connect with people on the other side? Do you do that? Uh, I I don't like to call it readings, but I do sessions with people that end up being sort of readings. I absolutely do get messages for people, and I share those messages when I get them. I do one-on-one sessions and coaching sessions. sessions with people if that's what they like to do, where I can walk them through how to connect uh, and walk them through whatever questions it is that they may have. All right. And again, the book is Closer Than You Think, The Easy Guide to Connecting with Loved Ones on the Other Side by Deborah Hennigan. And again, the website, Debbie. www.painintopeace.com. All right, and they can write you there, and there's a place to write you there. Yeah, there's a contact page. You can contact me there. My phone number's on there if you would wish to call me, but I will share it here. It's 412-400-3359. All right. Any closing thoughts for us about Closer Than You Think? I really think that everyone is meant to read the book because, number one, we are all going to lose a loved one at some point or another in our lives. We've all probably already experienced it. It's the hardest thing we'll go through in life. 
So in the book, I share stories of my own, but mostly I share many other people's stories of their losses and how they've found comfort and peace through their loss. And I think that if we all stick together and share our experiences, that in and of itself will help us to get through our painful experiences. So I believe that the book is meant for everyone. There's no, you know, any age, um, any religion, and I think that it will touch people's hearts. Deborah, thank you so much for being on the program. Thank you for having me, Patricia. Thank Happy you. birthday. Thank you. Stay on the line. Okay. All right, folks. My guest has been Deborah Hennigan, and her book is Closer Than You Think, An Easy Guide to Connecting with Loved Ones on the Other Side. The website is painintopeace.com. Is that correct, Deborah? That's correct. Painintopeace.com. So write to Debbie. She certainly does workshops and can help you uh, with, uh, with really connecting to those close to you who have passed on. All right, folks. Well, today is my great day, and I really wanted to do a program today. And just want to wish you all uh, a wonderful day and a wonderful rest of, uh, rest of our season. I'll be with you on Mondays. And again, stay healthy, stay happy, get the support you need, and know you can make your dreams come true. Until next time, I'm Patricia Raskin. Write to me, Patricia, at patriciaraskin.com. Would love to hear from you. Bye for now. Thanks again for listening to the preceding program brought to you on the Voice America Variety Channel. For more information about our network and to check out additional show hosts and topics of interest, please visit voiceamericavariety.com. The Voice America Talk Radio Network is the worldwide leader in live Internet talk radio. Visit voiceamerica.com. The views and ideas expressed on the preceding program are strictly those of the hosts or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by Voice America Talk Radio Network, its staff, and management.